Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing into Awareness with visionary and master intuitive Anatara. This is episode 17. I'm Christina Suzuma, your host of this program. Today's show is In Case of Emergency Accepting and Finding Energetic Help in Traumatic Injury. And I would like to welcome, of course, Anatara. Hello, Anatara. Yeah. Hello, Christina. I know exactly where this came from. <laughs> <laughs> and soon everyone else will too. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Quite a time that you've been having. And um, this is the moment to share with everyone on, on the balance, really. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, exactly, Christina. I uh, Just to fill in a bit of the background, my son was in a very, very serious and life-threatening car accident almost exactly a month ago. And, and the experiences that I had around this accident. And of course, I don't really believe in the word accident. We could go into that another time. (laughs) But um, the experiences around this event that I have, um, I've had and acquired have been life-altering in perhaps not in the way one would expect. Uh, And, and I see it as, as having been one of the most um, dedicated and intense and almost proficient learning experiences of my life. And obviously, I was at a, at a point where I was going to receive what I have from it and been able to utilize the different, the different levels of it as I have, um, because that's what I've done. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not suggesting that it was something that I needed or something that I invited, but instead it was something that I was ready for and capable of. Mm. And, and to me, that is the, that's the, that's literally the miracle of, of life. And it's the miracle of what we, what I've been going through. So I'll elaborate a little bit more. Um, the, the event, uh, which was a very serious car, car crash for my son, proved to me and showed, showed me how energetically we are, we are made, energetically made available to us are every single resource or is every single resource um, that exists. When I first, the first moment that I heard about the accident, I went through a mother's sort of fear and terror just in an instant about, is, is he going to be all right? What, what's going to happen next? And I could feel sort of uh, bubbling up and rising up inside of me, the knowing that eventually everything was going to be all right, that there was going to be a huge um, learning curve, that there was going to be a lot of physical injury, and that ultimately the resolution of that would be would be you know profoundly complete in terms of recreating and creating a new form of life for myself for my son and for the whole family so knowing that i was able to engage in everything that was being directed toward the situation and what i mean by that is that there were there were well wishes, there was prayer, there were infusions of, of energy coming to support the physical healing, the emotional healing, the mental healing that was going to happen 
and, and be required for my son, as well as as for the rest of us in the in the moment to moment um, hardcore focus of bringing that about and bringing that healing into into existence. And I've never been in a in a situation personally where there was as much physical physical um, balance required. You used the, the word balance a few moments ago. I've never been in a situation where uh, the the distance between regular, you know, sort of regular, abundant, he, you know, healed, resilient life for my son and where he was at in terms of what he needed to do to get there again was so great. I've witnessed it. I've seen it. But I've never been involved in the, in the moment to moment of that ever before. So if I, if I looked at it as a, as a person, as a mother, I probably would have thought to myself, it's impossible. We are never going to get from where he is at physically to where he is okay again. And at the same time, I always knew that that would be so. I had no idea of how rapidly that, that could occur, and I had no concept of how it was going to happen, which was the, which was the when I talked about the proficiency of the, of the experience, there was, a, there was a, a stream of teaching, there was a stream of life coming through, you know, universal, this is okay, you can do this, coming through that, that pulsated at a at a at a speed and at a tone that I've never ever experienced, uh, and that's that's really the part of it. I get goosebumps just thinking about it now, and and that's really the part that I want to want to try to relate to everyone because we don't all have to have an experience of this of this magnitude in order to get this, and in order to get how available that universal. Um, energy is for us to to bring in and to work with and to massage and to and to direct. Uh, I, I st- my son was in ICU for about 10, 10 days, and an ICU unit, an intensive care unit, is a place of of incredible uh, focus. Every single individual working in an ICU has a specific job, and they have protocols to follow, and they are intent on making their part of the puzzle of keeping this person alive and meeting their needs. Um, it, it, it becomes, it, it's, it's their only thought. <clears throat> so, so you see training, you see focus, and you see a kind of love coming through what, what they are capable of doing um, in their in their proficiency, in their individual medical proficiencies. So as you step into that as, a, as, a, um, as, a, as an integrated part of it, because they welcome the families in, in a way I had no idea was even possible, and, and you watch them and you take on your own role, you take on your own position. And I would go into the in- intensive care unit every morning at 5.30 or 6 o'clock in the morning to, do, to, to visit, just to see how my son was. And to feel into him energetically, um, I would I would feel the physical the, the physical state of his body and where he was at, and I would also move into the into the sort of the mental state, the the spiritual state of what he was doing and what he needed, and I was able to channel all of that other energy that I was talking about that was being being directed to us in in so many different ways because everyone has a different way of sharing care and sharing love and and sharing prayer and sharing support but i i felt that as a 
as a it, it was almost like a chorus. It was a chorus of 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 energy of love that I could pull on i could step into i could i could funnel through myself and channel through myself to whatever it was that my son needed and being so i felt like i was an instrument in that chorus i was a i was a focal point i was a, a focalizing voice for that huge instrument and the first first morning that i went into the hospital i remember i walked through the doors of this of this big hospital and i could feel that what i was doing wasn't just for me and it wasn't just for my son it was for everyone in that building that needed the same assistance and and i remember thinking oh that seems like, you know, if I use my mind to think about that, that seems like a job that no one could possibly do, but I can. That's easy. I'm just here to be that, to be that movement and to be that focus. So I started, I started making myself available for, the, for an overall broadcasting effect, essentially for healing, healing trauma healing trauma of the mind, healing trauma of the body, healing trauma of the heart. There is so much, so much fear and so much sadness in a hospital and so much debate in people's minds about whether it's okay to even feel alive when you're, when you're, uh, when you're being confronted with you know, other people that are leaving life. And the in- intensive care unit was full of that kind of, that kind of essence, that kind of feeling. So, so what I'm really trying to say is that in this in this huge role that I was that I was um, operating through, I could have thought, "Oh, this is impossible. I, I, this is too big. This is more than what I want to do. This is more than what I need to do. This can't even be asked of a, of an individual." But instead, I, I got to the point where I pretty quickly that I knew that that's what I was there for. That was my that was my raison d'être. That was that was what I was to be accomplishing in, in a way, even though it wasn't, there wasn't an I there accomplishing anything. So when I mentioned a few minutes ago that you look at the healing, I looked at the healing that his body was going to require you know, to become balanced again, to come to some sort of norm, normalcy again. And I couldn't see the, the, what the route was between one and the other. And it, it flowed beautifully into a knowing that there wasn't really a route between one thing and the other, that they were both there all of the time. And it was really more a matter of taking this exceptional um, availability of, of fullness and balance and harmony and making one thing be the same as the other, making the, the, the traumatic injury be the fullness and the healing. Now, I'm not, I don't pretend to know or believe that, uh, you know, I can walk on water or that I can change or, or create for someone like my son an event outcome that was not there in the beginning or wasn't meant to be. But I know that because of the way the energy was flowing and because I was able to offer it in that balanced harmonic way, that it was possible for whatever was going on inside him to step up to that possibility and to become that 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 healed whole individual again and and so so i learned that even though there was an extraordinary um energetic um 
drain in a sense from from parts of myself and that I did feel in moments that I didn't know where the energy for what I was doing was coming from that ultimately it all came from the same source what was healing him healing was supporting me was supporting other members of the family was supporting his life and his and his you know his infant son and that all of us were a part of this this beautiful flowing mechanism of of returning us to balance and and i really want to say that that this was this was a huge event or something that we would call a huge event but there are so many things that we would call smaller events that 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 need us to know this as much as this big event needed me to know this <laughs> and and i want to encourage everyone to believe that there is a way to you know to be um you know to be part of the transit to be a part of the flow to be a part of the of the bringing balance into everything you know even if it's just a simple little glitch in in communication with our most our most loved one so i i know that this has changed me <laughs> and i know that it will continue to show me the ways that it has done so and 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 it's amazing how how easy and simple um just normal living is to me right now and making a piece of toast is a treat <laughs> it's you know patting the dog is 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 voluptuously simple <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I really have understood a different way. You know, I was I talked in a, a few episodes ago about the the patterns for you know for the new Earth. This is one of the patterns. It, it, one of the patterns is that 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 some of those things that we thought were impossible are not impossible, and mm-hmm. that all all we need to do, to do is to acknowledge that and see where we are most required in every in every day in every step. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a journey that you and your family are going through right now, Anatara. And uh, we're so grateful that your positive attitude and love uh, is so divine that it, you know, it, it uh, has spread and touched everyone across the board. It's lovely. And, and as they, Thank you. they always do say, you know, out of every moment in our life there is the other balance if we choose to tap into it and i and how courageous and brave to for you to tap in i i could not imagine at this time what i would be going through <laughs> if it exactly. were my child you know and and i think until people have their own children in certain relationships it's uh, it's a trauma in itself you know it's a trauma in itself um and look at yeah. you, you, you've come out with such a beautiful lesson and you're sharing it and you're so articulate with it. Thank you for blessing us with your experience <laughs> and your journey. Well, 
it, it, it was so clear to me that first moment when I stepped through the doors of the hospital <clears throat> that that it was so much bigger than I am mm. and would be would the the learning of it the experience of it would be available for everyone I wanted to say just one more thing that just came up which was that while my son was in a coma as he was um, partially due to injury partially due to due to a medical um, you know medically induced coma just to keep him still and to let his brain heal um, I I could and did communicate with parts of him that are not that are not um, overt. The parts of him that were not overt. The parts of him that were they weren't stagnant. They weren't in stasis at all. They were very active inside his inside his his being. Mm-hmm. And in so so I could always I was it was always available. What was always available to me was that part of him. I mm-hmm. could reach that part of him. I could speak to that part of him. I could reassure that part of him and listen to what what that, that those elements of him couldn't say to us. Mm-hmm. And, and his baby, who at the time was uh, under three months old, uh, who was at the hospital with us every day and who we did occasionally bring in to, to be with him, um, was, was in that space with me and with my mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. And the, the dialogue, you know, even though it didn't really have words, but the, the presence between the three of us really formed the basis, this, this un- unbelievable triad, this unbelievable, um, you know, uh, focus place for us to, to communicate with each other through and, and for, and I know that having the baby's, uh, you know, essence there with us yes. for my son was, was, you know, not only reassuring, but, but it was, it grounded him in a way mm-hmm. that his that the rest of his body wasn't grounded. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was one of the most um, interesting elements of the whole experience for Absolutely. me. Well, it's uh, it's interesting that you say that because uh, it is uh, exactly the metaphor of my trinity of life, uh-huh. which is the child, the adult, and the elder. Uh-huh. <laughs> I and there you have that, made it. <laughs> it. It makes me want to cry. <laughs> it's uh, and right there you have. Uh, it's a very very powerful sequence. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. And yeah, it, it, a, a sequence which which circulates back on itself. It circulates mm-hmm. through itself constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, for pointing that out. Well, mm-hmm. our the trust the trust the trust in what we have and what we have available mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing so loud and clear from what you're saying today, that mm-hmm. for us to trust and mm-hmm. the tools are with us and within us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, magical when mm-hmm. we see beyond what our eyes can see and what we actually hear. <laughs> it's true. I, I was able to see, you know, my son's cells communicate, communicating with each other about regeneration. Mm about finding the way to each other. Mm -hmm. It was, it was incredible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, Tara, thank you so much for this moment of inspiration and, and really the love and compassion (laughs) that you have really shown. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, ultimate. It's really ultimate. Bravo. It is. It's a good word. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. He's very lucky to have a mom like you. <laughs> As I am lucky to have him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you so much for 
taking that time with us during your time in life, Anatara. And of course, we'd like to thank Segovia and the Yoga Hub team for making this possible. And to each and every one of you for joining us on this new platform of education and information. We're grateful for your continuous support and look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. We invite you to join us live on Tuesdays for Magical Medical Tour at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 1.30 Eastern. Wednesdays for Trinity of Life at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, followed every other week with Flowing into Awareness with Anatara. You can also contact Anatara by connecting with her through Twitter, at Anatara, and of course through her own site, anatara.ca. We look forward to hearing your feedback or any comments that you might have. We encourage you to call us, and uh, the number is 818-LET'S-TALK. 818-LET'S-TALK. Until next time, namaste. YHTV's Trinity of Life. Come join me, Christina Suzama, as I journey to find the many modalities that support individuals, from children to adults to elders, with topics ranging from health and wellness, meditation, and inspirational stories. I invite you to visit yogahub.tv every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern.